Welcome to The Home Medic. You are listening to the series on summer preparation for your home. Welcome to The Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. So, Heidi, let's just assume for a moment that you and I are homeowners. Okay. Okay. And let's say that we really would prefer not to be rained on inside our own homes. Mm, Amen to that. Okay. And let's say that we are comfortable getting onto the roof using a ladder or however we do that. Okay. We can pretend that. Okay. Even if I'm not completely comfortable with it. It is. Let's say it's April, May. You know, summer is not quite here yet, but it's coming around the corner. Right. So, you know, winter is done. It is now safe to get onto the roof because it is now dry. There's no ice on it. There's no snow on it. And it's safe. Right. The shingles will grip your shoes if you wear decent shoes. That's right. So what we're going to do is we're going to get up there and take a look at the shingles and make sure that we have another at least one year left of service on that roof. Mm. Because if, for example, there's been wind damage, maybe there's been ice damming, maybe there's been critters up there, maybe there's been tree branches, we need to get up there and see what sort of damage there may be. Okay. Now, again, if it's not safe, don't do it. If you feel unsafe, don't do it. Right. Send somebody else up. But this inspection needs to be done at least yearly. So what we're going to do is we're going to get up on the roof. We're going to take a look at the shingles. And if you have asphalt shingles, you're going to want to look for various failure modes. Now, one of those might be curling. If you've got an asphalt shingle, the outer corners will actually curl up. How much curling matters? If it's beginning to curl, your shingles are beginning to be done. Really? If you've got a lot of curling, they are done. Mm. And, you know, you could roll the dice, but your odds are much better in Vegas. Really? Yeah, once you've got the curling, the leaking is going to happen. If you think you can maybe get a few more months out of it, like I say. Can you pound them back down with a nail? No. Okay, I'm just just checking in case anybody's wondering. Yeah, that's actually a good question. You could try, but in many cases, if you got you know a shingle that's curling, you probably have hundreds of them that are Mm. that are curling. Okay, so pounding it down with a nail would be tempting, but the amount of time you're going to get, you know, versus the work, right? Totally not worth it. And if you've got a shingle that is curling, it's going to be brittle, and the mere act of moving that shingle is going to crack it off. Yeah, broken corner. That's not an option. You got the curling. That's one sign that your asphalt shingle is done. Then if you actually have, and I call these alligator cracks, mm-hmm. kind of looks like the backside of an alligator. You know, you just got these cracks going every which way. Really? And if you've got that sort of thing, depending on how bad they are, that is another way that a, you can tell that a, an asphalt shingle is done. What does that mean? It's just old, worn out? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. And depending on the shingle type, it can be a 25 or a 30 or a 40-year shingle. But once it's starting to show a lot of those cracks, it's done. Do the 25 and 30-year shingles actually last that long? No. Darn. <laughs> Under perfect circumstances, which of course never happens, right? you can get up to 25 years out of a 25-year shingle. So perfect circumstances would mean that your attic is really well vented Mm. so that you're not trapping super hot air inside the attic, which is baking the shingles. Right. It would mean that you really don't have southern or western sun, which Mm. kind of 
all of us have mm-hmm. if you live in North America. Right. And, you know, it might even be helpful to have the whole yard be shaded by trees. You know, that's pretty much the only way to actually get 25 years out of a 25-year shingle is to get a lot of help from trees. Mm. But then the trees cause raccoon and bird problems. Right. It's always a trade-off, isn't it? It always is. No escape from that. (laughs) So as the homeowner, you're going to be looking for wind damage. And this is fairly common, especially in the winter, especially in the area that you and I live. You can get some nasty howler storms in the middle of the winter. And, of course, in December, when the roof is covered with 16 inches of snow or ice, you can't get up there. Right. So in the spring, you're going to be doing that. And you're taking a look and just seeing where the missing shingles are now. Mm. So you might have some ripped off completely. Right. So you got to take care of that, too, as part of your summer preparation. I don't need to do a video on that. You can go to YouTube and search like how to repair shingles. And, you know, there's a number of those sorts of places where if you're just repairing small sections of shingles, you can do it yourself if you want to do that. Makes sense. So that's another kind of thing you're going to look for. If you're getting after your roof, you're also going to want to look at what's called the valleys. Now, Mm. a valley is different than, you know, what you and I normally think of as a valley. Let's say you have a roof slope that maybe faces towards the north. Right. And it collides with another roof slope that maybe slopes towards the east. Makes sense. So where the two come together, that's a valley. Sharp and deep. Right. For that, you're going to want to take a look at those areas because that's where you can have more ice damming where basically ice just builds up and then it pushes the shingles around and trashes the shingles. Mm. You can have ice damming there. And there's flashing, which is basically just sheet metal that is placed so that even if ice does form, you've still got a set of conditions that is not going to result in the roof leaking. So is it easy to just replace a few shingles when you see that kind of thing? Do you just go and take yeah, a few? Yeah, depending and... on the extent of damage. And let's say that uh, you take a look at the rest of the roof and you can see that it's got another 10 years left on it, but your valley is trash. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, under those conditions, it's probably worth it to just replace a few shingles. Mm, makes sense. Did another inspection this week where I showed them. I actually got one of the buyers up onto the roof with me. And I showed him how the valley shingles were trash, and he asked me if he could repair them. And I said, yes, but look at the rest of this. It's only, you know, some of the rest of it was maybe good for a year or so, and then you got the north-facing slope that was probably good for another five, eight years. Mm. And, you know, it's, it's your south and west-facing slopes In the northern hemisphere, it's your south and west-facing slopes that age more rapidly Mm. because they see the sun and they see the late, hot afternoon sun. Yes. So, you know, as north slopes were good, but you really can't start piecemealing a roof because then you're going to be repairing something every other year. So I had to explain to him that while he could do, you know, some repairs, that would pretty much doom him to doing repairs routinely. For the next five, six years until he had to do the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then he's done certain faces and then he has to do other faces later and it starts to become a jigsaw puzzle. Unless you go for the checkerboard look and you just kind of, you know, white on one side, black on the other. You you might be on to something there. Two different roof colors. (laughs) On your roof, you're going to want to take a look at your attic venting. And we talked about, you know, if a roof is adequately vented, you might actually get close to 25 years out of the 25-year shingle. Now, the concept with attic venting 
is that the sun's going to hit your roof. Mm. It's going to heat up the roof. A lot of that heat is going to be transferred into the attic. The attic needs to be able to breathe, so to speak. It needs to have a place, a way for that superheated air to leave the attic. If it's captured there Mm -hmm. and you don't have any venting, then uh, you've got a superheated attic. It's going to bake the attic. It's going to bake the roof. It's going to bake the house. Uh, It's going to bring up your cooling costs. Right. And it's going to cause a 25 or 30 year shingle to become a 10 to 15 year shingle. That's disappointing for sure. And expensive. Mm Mm-hmm. So the fix there is to get some attic ventilation, and that could be the turtle vents we talked about. There's the turbine vents, the ones that spin in the wind. Yes. You've probably seen those. There's actually attic vents that actually blow air out of the attic. No, I think that's what I've got, and it's set up with a thermostat. Right. This was something we added on. And so when it gets like 100 degrees in the attic, then the fan kicks on and blows the air out. That's awesome. That is the way to do it. Then you can actually rely on your shingles for much longer. Roofs are kind of like mufflers. Nobody really wants to spend money on either of them. Right. And so if you can get a few more years out of your roof, it's definitely worth doing. Right. So the $10 fix would be you know, getting a thermostat on there or getting a few more turtle vents. And those, of course, are not going to be 10 bucks, but they're a whole lot less expensive than replacing your roof early. They also have the vents that go on the either end. What, what did you call that? I those are gable the, vents. Gable vents. I always forget the name of the end there. And yeah, maybe if you're living in a home that was built in 1950 and the only ventilation it has is the gable vents. And let's say that you really don't have the ability to put vents in your eaves. And those are the air input. And you, the other vents are your air output and they're up closer to the top. So let's say you really don't want to go cutting a whole bunch of holes through your roof. You know, maybe you've got tile or whatever. You just don't want to do that. Issues that are that So what there. you can do is you can use the existing gable vents, and you can use one of those as the air input, the other one as the air output, and you force air out of the other one using a fan on a thermostat like you described. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, what I was thinking I'd heard of. So thank you for reminding. You're doing it right, Heidi. Well, you know, we didn't do it right the first time. And so after having a really roof in really poor condition and having to redo things, then we kind of upgraded. Yeah. It's always cheaper to do it the right way the first time if you can. Well, and that's kind of the reason for these podcasts. Ten or the $10,000 fix. That's right. Sometimes it's the $10,000 fix or the $20,000 fix. Yes. Sometimes it's the $20,000 fix that actually gives you the hard cost of an education and it makes you realize you don't want to do that again and then you start going after the $10 fixes. Well, you know, I think I mentioned this guy before. Don Aslett wrote a book once, Let Your House Do the Housework, but he was just talking about how if you have to replace something, if you buy the cheaper item and you have to pay for the labor and replace it twice in the same lifetime, sometimes it actually is cheaper to buy the better quality product or to do it right the first time. So when it comes to this, I think you make a little bit more of an investment when you get your roof redone, get better shingles, and make sure you get adequate ventilation, like you're saying. Yeah, nobody wants to really spend money on shingles or attic vents, but if you don't have it, you'll get the cost of an education later on, hopefully. exactly. Maybe you'll just feel the pain and not know that there is an education to be had. And that's why we're doing these podcasts. Oh, so sorry we didn't have a $10 fix for you today, but but yes, we are saving you down the run. Okay, so next segment, we're going to talk about other items that you need to do as the homeowner in preparation for summertime. 
speaking of, you know, pain, these are very simple items and we can actually, some of these are $10 fixes. For example, we're going to be talking about sprinklers. Cost of a sprinkler head is five bucks. That's right. Back to the ten dollar fixes. Yeah, cost we'll redeem of ourselves. not doing it right can be <laughs> much larger. <laughs> be yourself. Everybody's taken. Nobody else gets to be the <laughs> Heidi Hansen. And thank you for all of this fantastic information, too. As always. As always. This is Julia McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. Ooh, I like the sound of that. (laughs) Our oil today is passion. The doTERRA oil passion is so amazing. It's not just about, you know, the... But also being passionate about your job, being passionate about your your calling in life, your children, whatever that is. Do you want to feel that excitement and that joy? So if you need to counteract negative feelings of boredom or disinterest and you need a little more zest in your life... Contact us. We'll tell you exactly how you can do that. Natural Solutions at homemedicworld.com.